What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 360, broken up into two parts, A and B. A, B. 368, posting on 1212, we had a discussion on Godzilla minus one. And 360B, posting mm-hmm. on 1215, will be a discussion on Family Switch, another banger from Netflix that does nothing for its otherwise great cast members of Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms. Good job, Netflix. Really good job. I'm one, right, right. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Spit and fire movie two, right <laughs> off the wrote that for, I wrote that for you. I thought it would be funny. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me as does every week is my co-host, Roger Stillian, and our lovely perma guest, Chris Bond. Gentlemen, really quickly, what's happening this week? Uh, first off, I'd like to say that there's a rumor that I was defeated in Mortal Kombat by Chris. That is untrue. No, that, that, is, that is true. It is not true. Is, I, I, dealt, I have made deal with Shang Tsung so he could come back, and mm-hmm. here he is. He looks a little funky with his uh, with his head sewn back on, but it is what it is. We got Roger yeah. as however we need him. I mean, Chris was pretty adamant on the fact that you were fatality. I just want you to know that it was Chris. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I fucking heard. And, and 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 he was like, he was all about the sub zero fatality too. So. Well, it's got to be sub zero is the man. Fucking just, whack. Just saying, <laughs> whack ass. Sub zero. <laughs> it was actually funny how Roger addressed this in the mass text. Where Roger says, "So um." True. I heard that I was killed in Mortal Kombat. You fucks. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, yeah. That's um, unfortunately that happened. So, bro, Roger's back. He's he's back this week. So, mm-hmm. welcome back, Roger. What's going? What else is going on, Chris? Uh nothing. The the stomach bug is going through my uh, my family currently as it stands. I've had two sick kids in three days. It's been great. Excellent. Yep, is what it is. Um, it's holiday season, so it's PC building season. So, yeah, got a lot of that in. In my and Roger's future, it looks like. So. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> allegedly. Um, <clears throat> I'm traveling, but we're still able to do this episode. So let's get to it then, shall we, guys? This is, sure, might, this might be go. the quickest episode we've, on ever, we've ever done. This might be the quickest episode we've ever done, but let's get to Only it. Only because he wanted to, didn't want us to run it by himself. Exactly. Listen, no, so I don't have on, any problem audience. doing that. I don't have any problem hold doing on, that. Hold on, audience. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We have been trying to let Grayson know for oh, for a week now that we we have this. This is going to be the what what did you say the 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 Raj defer? Yeah, yeah. The, this is going to be the Raj the Raj defer episode where it was going to be handled by us, helmed by us, all of it. And we are confident in our abilities, but Grayson just can't let us. Let I have it, no know, doubt. I have no do doubt, it. and that will come one day when I need you guys to do that. However. Right now it's, it's just not that day. Well, it's not that day. When, I, when I when I learned you guys weren't going to record on Sunday night, yeah, we but, have actually shifted. This is like yeah. the third reschedule. Yeah, we had show. a yeah, we had a rough scheduling week. Well, I was happy to let you do it on Sunday because I wasn't, I couldn't do it. But like as fate would have it, we got to the hotel early, and you guys pushed it. So like, however, I'd have to wait up for the for the audio file anyway. This way, at least. I know where the edits have to happen, and I know mm-hmm. I, I just I, I have the file on my computer. We do editing. We do editing. We oh, don't, we you do, guys are hilarious. Push them out yeah. raw. Yeah, Weird. like when wow. when Roger says we have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we're editing that I one then too. I can't wait for the edit where he says when Roger says, and then it just goes to the next thing. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm just gonna make it from when when Roger says. You know that? Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Just blank. I wouldn't even edit it. Uh, <laughs> last time I said that it was perfectly. I don't know that episode. And hilarious. That episode, Roger. You were you were a fire breather, man. You were on all cylinders, dude. You were firing on all cylinders. Anyway, this more about my trip. Prison. More about my no. trip later. Yeah, yeah. So, so we are. This is going to be the, like Grayson has said, the fastest episode ever. But it won't be at the expense of quality because you know it's us, me no, and Roger I, in studio. So I have no fear. 
Wow, great. No, it won't yep. be at the it won't be at the expense of the Godzilla discussion. It'll be at the expense of everything else. Which No, Godzilla owns. There's not yes. much else after Godzilla. All right. This, this is episode 360 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. It's posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Each week we start the box office, current and upcoming releases, what streaming trailers and movies of the week. Without further ado, the box office. We're gonna fly through this. What do you guys think took, took number one, Chris? Uh, the Heron thing. The, the Heron thing. The Boy Ghibli. and the Heron. $10.4 yeah, million. Studio yeah. Ghibli off to a good start with the first What weekend. a soft-ass number, though. Wow. Yeah, World, yeah, but- worldwide at 97. Sure, no, that's excellent. But I meant just the, yeah. the United States domestic box office For this week is yeah. trash. Well, think, well so think about the, your big headliners right now. You know, you, ha- you, have, you have, you know, a... An anime, an animation movie, anime in Studio Ghibli's film, and then you have Godzilla minus one is, you know, arguably full on Japanese, arguably the best film out right now. You know that's in theaters and it's you know, it, Japanese. I have yeah, I have no doubt that way. I have no doubt that the Boy and the Heron is probably better quality wise, but well, I mean, possibly, but we'll like, find out. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of charm to the Godzilla movie too. All right, so. Number two, Hunger Games, The Battle of Songbirds and Snake, 9.4 million, bringing us worldwide to 258, a much more respectable number than it started with. Mm-hmm. Godzilla minus one, 8.3 million, with its total of 51 million. Not great, but it's got a small box, or it's got a small budget. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trolls <laughs> band house in this shit, brother. Yep. Trolls band together, 6.2 million, with a worldwide of 173. Again, a very respectable number. Wish, trailing behind a 5.3 million. 105. Wish that cost worldwide. 200 plus million dollars, by the way. Yep. Nope. Sorry, Chris Pine. You and your beautiful blue eyes. Chris I am Pine. a handsome king. <laughs> Number six through 10, Renaissance. Wow, Renaissance didn't even. Wow, that's pathetic. A Renaissance Don't film by Beyonce. It. You know what? I'll bet you Taylor Swift just got named Person of the Year. So I bet you fucking Beyonce is loving that. Uh, seven, Napoleon. Number eight, Waitress, the musical. Number number nine, Animal. Number 10, The Wait, Shift. What? what? Waitress the musical? Yeah, they made that to that 2005 movie with Nathan Fillion and Carrie Russell into a musical. Ew. Yeah. Although I, I think they might have had source material before the movie even. Hmm. But, um, the people who love it, love it. But I mean, the, 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 <laughs> not the, many though. The 12 people that watched it loved it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you, I bet you fucking Beyonce is loving the t- Taylor Swift getting person of the year award, whatever. I mean, I'm sure she's fine. Beyonce is doing just fine. Doesn't herself. she have like a billion dollars? She's I'm sure one she of the does. Richest women in history. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure she's fine. Cry herself to sleep tonight with her money. With, she's wiping her tears with her on her bed of money. dollar beers, hundred dollar <laughs> bills. Yeah. All right, let's look at the current and upcoming releases. Not really any changes. We are, however, going to fly through this. December eighth brought us the Boy and the Heron, and the Cello. Number sorry, December fifteenth. Sure December fifteenth, Wonka. December twenty second, anyone but you, Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, Migration, Poor Things. December twenty fifth, Boys in the Boat, The Color Purple, and Ferrari, which is great because the terrible box office is going to continue through the rest of this year. Yeah. <sighs> I was gonna say like 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 our next few weeks, like what's our best films? We if we're gonna watch we're gonna watch like we just said the the boy and the heron. Wonka have, Wonka apparently is pretty wonderful though. Yeah, yeah, we have Wonka, but then we have Aquaman and a couple other one. Uh, well, you like, see, the boy like the boy and the heron, I have no doubt is fantastic. Wonka, I've sure. heard is fantastic. December twenty second, that's 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 the odd week, but we do have Handsome Glenn to fall back on. Uh, and the rom com, sure. <laughs> December twenty fifth is the boys in the boat, color purple, and Ferrari. I expect good things from all of those. Whether we will get good things from all of those, that's a whole different story. 
So I do yeah, love when we talk about rom coms here, though. Oh yeah, they're it they're, is some of our best discussion. I am really losing faith good. in these lighthearted rom com films. I really mm. am, guys. I'm telling you. Unless they're R rated, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> even then, they're not always good. Speaking you know what the best rom com this year was, and I mean this series. It was no hard feelings. Yeah, it's not that bad. That movie's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that, that was a decent movie. Yeah, you know, it was actually okay. That made me chuckle sometimes, yeah. so it counts. All right, let's take a look at what's streaming this uh, this week. We're on a rotation Disney Plus. Of course, we got to check out The Santa Claus by director John Pasquin, Tim Allen, Judge Reinhold, David Crumholtz, Wendy Crewson, Eric Lloyd, 1994. This one is classic. You can't – This, I mean, I'm sure this is in everyone's holiday movie list. It is a true, true Christmas movie. Unlike the whole Die Hard and what's the other one? Um, Lethal Weapon discussion. Like, are they Christmas movies or are they movies Gremlins. that take place at Christmas? Gremlins, Gremlins sure, Christmas sure. Gremlins. Sure, sure. Um, but this is, I mean, this has some, I see what we have going with movies that we've watched recently, such as, um, what was the one a few weeks ago we thought was atrocious? We, all, we gave it a two. I oh, know we did a quad triple zero a couple of weeks ago. Well, what, what was that though? There was a triple zero. Triple zero was uh how is this not etched in our brains? I know, right? Whatever anyway, shit Chris, we just watched on Netflix. Yeah, Chris well, can you check that out, Chris? And then oh, I'm pulling up, pulling up. And the family family switch. It just they just it's the same kind of movie. They just don't have the magic that the writing used to have in them that made them special. They just don't have it anymore. And I'm becoming a little disheartened by this. So Santa Claus, there is what? There are three movies, and then there is one Disney Plus thing, and then a second Disney Plus thing just came out, right? Correct. Man, that's a lot of Santa Claus. It is. Well, they're 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 apparently counting on it. Zombie Town. Oh, Zombie Town. Yeah, we we, (laughs) we're never never talking about that again. Jeez, Louise. All right, um, trying not to be. I'm making me bring it back up. (laughs) True. (laughs) I've always really enjoyed the Santa Claus. I really do think there's there's magic both on screen and in the writing of that movie. I it just it was handled so well. I mean, I, I think. All, I mean, one one uh, statement I am willing to make is because it was made by adults. But I don't think movies by Netflix are made by adults anymore. I just don't. Mm. Bold. Define adults like eighteen and older, uh, twenty five and older. Like, like, what do you quantify? People that want to be writers and they think they are, but they're they work their way into a writing room, which I grant you isn't the easiest thing to do. But I just there's a problem somewhere. There's a disconnect somewhere. We're going to talk about that one later. I think. I think it's. I don't know if it's all comedies, but or if it's just the Netflix comedy, you know. But someone's formula is incorrect. Yeah, it's but Netflix. They, it's, they, they keep on not... making it from the formula. All right, Chris, um, Roxy Roger, tell us about Deadpool. Mm. An excellent choice with Ryan Reynolds, Miranda Baccarin, T.J. Miller, Ed Scaren, Coney, sorry, Karen Sony. It's a feature from 2016. Everybody's favorite uh, foul-mouthed, unkillable beast, mm-hmm. uh, Deadpool. So I mean, like this movie. You know, it was in development hell forever, and Ryan Reynolds really like is kind of like his baby, pushed to make sure that this oh, yeah. got built. And you know, it's spawned off a sequel that made just as much money as the original, and then the third one is coming with bringing back uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in his sweet yellow suit, <laughs> which will make as much money as the first one. But I mean, like, look, it's a decent movie. It's funny. It is funny. Um, like legit funny. There's quality action in it. it it's a. It's a fun. It's a. It's the epitome of a good R-rated comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. Comedy or comic book movie too, which sure. which is exactly what where Deadpool belongs in, in that you know in the area of a movie about Deadpool anyway. Mm-hmm. I think so. I, I think that's pretty accurate actually. To be honest with you, I I really do think that's it. I can I mean it kind of started its own genre too, mm-hmm. in a way. 
There's a um, time in my life where I where for like a couple of weeks straight I would fall asleep. I would turn the Deadpool movie on and fall asleep. Deadpool one and two. So good. It was it was, it was comforting. It was there when I needed it. There's good movies that should have in the background. To yeah, yeah, exactly. Mass killing, mass killing. All right, Chris, tell us about Tangled by directy director. Not Mandy Moore, but has Mandy Moore in it. Zachary Levy, Ron Perlman, MC Ganey, Jeffrey Tambor, Brad Garrett, Richard Keel, 2010. There isn't a stronger power couple than Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. Just, that's all there is to it. Those those two are magical on screen together. This movie's a lot of fun. It has one of the best, in my opinion, Disney villains. Um, I like in a top 10 Disney villain list. The, the, the evil stepmother in this is she is a realistic cartoon villain because she's just an, a, an evil, an evil mom. She sucks, bro. She really does. <laughs> and I, I don't know, like the movie is, the movie can be very relatable at times. Um, it has great messaging. It's fun. There are, there's plenty of songs for like for kids in it, which are actually, you know, not terrible to listen to like on the adult side of things. And it's got a, it's actually got a, like a, a nice ending to it, which it, while all kids movies predictable, it just feels good. It, it, it has that, that very nice, tight, happy ending, which just makes sense, and you don't need a, you never need a sequel to this film. It, it just, it, it starts and goes through all the way to the end in just a great way. And I, I, I like Rapunzel a lot. Well, Tangled. I agree. That was directed by Nathan Greeno and Byron Howard. Sorry, I misspoke. Not um, Mandy Moore. And not, not Mandy, Mandy Moore. Moore. And Deadpool is not directed by Ryan Reynolds. It was directed by Tim Miller, starring Ryan Reynolds. I need to be very clear about that. Sorry, I was reading very quickly. Even You're probably own. right when you said Ryan Reynolds. True. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, but probably a, little, a little bit of truth to that, to be honest with you. That movie is as popular because of Ryan Reynolds, so absolutely. Let's talk about some trailers real quick, gentlemen. I know Chris was mad about this last week. We didn't talk about it. Let's talk about Furiosa, a Mad Max saga with Anya Taylor-Joy, Chris Hemsworth, Tom Burke, Nathan Jones. It's a feature. Boys, I know you're, you're both in for this one, right? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, I've been itching for this since <laughs> since Mad Max. Since when Mad Max's credit rolled. Yeah, right? Yeah. It, <laughs> I can't believe it's credits. taken this long to get something else after how well that movie did, right? Movie's fantastic. Casting was great in it. And I, I know it was successful, so I don't know why it's taking this long for us to get something else in this universe. You'd have got Oscar nominations. I, I, right? Which is crazy for yep. a film of that style. Yep. But, I mean, it took them this long, so hopefully this has been worth the wait. I'm it's a whole new set of like everyone working on this. So I'm a little bit worried. What about Hemsworth though? <laughs> it's, it's weird, but it works, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Like it's, it's, I mean, he's, he's Australian, right? He looks like a wild man. Yeah. Looks, so listen, like Mad Max is like built into his yeah, bloodstream. He's, yeah. He's absolutely, a, he's genetically know. predestined to play <laughs> yeah, he, he a could, Mad Max He could be a crazy ass bastard in this. Yeah. It works yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't, so, no, Chris, I'm so really excited get, for this. I can't wait for it. It's a big year for you, Chris. You get Furiosa, a Mad Max saga, and you get Dune. Part two, yes. all in the same year, buddy. I know it's a good year wait. for you. Did you see yep, that yep. I posted on the? I, I, I think I put it to us too about the um, mm-hmm. part three. Or he, yeah. Villeneuve is talking about his considerations with part three. Yep. So obviously they're planning for part two to make gangbusters in box office. Let's talk about Shogun with Anna Sawai, Hiroyuki Sanada, Cosmo Jarvis, Tabanodu Asana. It's an episodic on FX Network. So. We tried, I'm trying to phase out looking at the episodic stuff with trailers. However, I think this just looked kind of interesting because we just don't get things like this very often. Well, so I mean, there's nothing wrong with episodic. I, I love episodic, so that's not a problem. The issue is that there's, there's so many episodic products out there now yep. that it's hard to kind of like to be excited for something different because, you know, we, we've seen this a lot now. But I said to Roger uh, once the um, we got to the end of this trailer that 
this looks really high quality. This, it does. This looks really high, you know, like production quality, and there's a lot of a, a, a lot of you know familiar faces in this. This looks like this could be some quality work, actually. And I'm I'm all for FX making a whole bunch of shit. They have some of the best series series of all times in a, in a bunch of shows. They do. They make some incredible um, adult oriented oh, episodes. Yeah. I mean, television. that's where what they they, they they were Breaking Bad, right? No. Who's that was AMC. That? AMC, okay. But I mean, they have Sons of Anarchy. They had The Shield. Mm-hmm. Shield is one of my favorite series of all time. Like, that, that is an I think awesome there's show. Another, I think there's another big one on, on FX, Chris. I can't think of it, but I, th- I think you're right. There is at least one other big one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, they, so they did The Bear, the two seasons of The Bear that was so them? far, which are okay. monster. Um, well, it's presented by FX, but it's it was on Hulu yeah, because yeah, it yeah. was so R-rated. But <laughs> the thing is, like, it's that whole same team, and they do such a good job at it. Because, like, look. You know, we we talk about all the time, you know, watching stuff on Netflix where it's so like dumbed down. Like this stuff isn't dumbed down. This is like right yep. in your face realism stuff, and that's oh, yeah. what people seem to like for yeah. the, for better or for worse. I mean, the Shield ended in like two thousand eight or something, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was like like soup. Like people couldn't believe that was on TV at the time. You think getting punched in the neck with a phone book would like be bad? I'd yeah, be I think it would probably, <laughs> yeah, kill you. probably would be. <laughs> All right, you know, I'm I, any any way I can see uh, Hiroyuki Sonata, the Swordmaster from Last Samurai, and mm-hmm. the guy who goes, um, who goes crazy on uh, Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. I, I would love to see more. Just give that so guy a sword. Just he, let him do. He things. has to be in everything Japan and Japanese related. Like, is that listen? It's called job security. He has. Uh, yeah, sure. Like that one <laughs> German guy. It's got his own suit. <laughs> <laughs> they're, getting right. work. they're getting work don't worry I, no one I worry about them i come like i have my own kimonos okay you're in and swords my own kimonos and swords i handcrafted um, this sword <laughs> the guy what's his i forget that guy's name thomas Hattori hanzo no no thomas kretsch from um the guy who plays all the he's always oh, yeah. a german officer oh he's a german officer oh, I, I always like to think about i always like to laugh when they when they called him for to be the to be the team to team lead for um Gran Turismo. He's like, I don't care if it's not, as long as it's not an, an, a, a German officer, I'll, I'll take it. Whatever it is, I'm in. Trying to get not, not typecast, but get away from that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Shogun, I'm very excited. I think we're all three kind of, because it looks just super high quality. And that's all I care it about does. is this, they put the money and the time and effort into it. Then, then they'll get my watch. That's what I care about. And <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this one. The underdogs with Snoop Dogg, Mike Epps, George Lopez, Tika Sumter. It's a feature what are we thinking outside? Now, in the last, let's say, 10 years, we've seen this movie at least two dozen times, three dozen sure. times, right? Yeah. Um, here's the one thing, though, and uh, I made this mistake. So when I watched these trailers earlier before Chris got here and we watched them together, so there are two versions of this trailer. One is a regular, you know, you'd think it's a PG-13 movie. This is, a, this is an R-rated movie um, with a Red Band trailer, which is what I watched. Oh. And... Um, it seems funny just because of that absurd, like swearing at children kind of yeah, thing, yeah, which yeah. is always funny oh, to yeah. me. Um, but uh, if you didn't see that R-rated trailer, boy, there are going to be some people that <laughs> you know get the family around to Super watch this, this little kid's football movie. And hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. It's not that. So well, I mean, as long as it's funny. I mean, I just watched Good Boys, which is a very rated R. Yeah. Um, it, that movie's hilarious, and it's just so not for the age group that the kids are in the movie like oh. not at all but it's as or long as they it? do it right again i just hope that they do it right and not it's not just some throwaway movie like most yeah, of i just, I just want it to be funny like yep, actually be funny do you think that the the school association associated with this football team is cool with the misspelling the word dogs no. well it's not misspelled if you look the active snoop dog 
So his name's no, 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 not no. Snoop Dogg. Those words movie. you said don't actually make sense. And his name is because uh, it's Jason just... Jennings. Jason with the uh, like the the new current uh, awful spelling of Jason, the J Y S E N or whatever no, it is. C E N. Oh God, that's yeah. even worse somehow. Well, hold on, hold on. Isn't isn't Snoop Dogg isn't D O Double G? Doesn't he have a song where he's? I mean, yeah, I just but think that's so, why it's called. No, no, I know that's no, no, why. No, it that's is, exactly why it's in, in this way. universe. Though he is not that person. Yeah, well, fine, spelled, fine, fine. But that's what, spelled yeah, incorrect. No, but I mean, it's spelled correct as far as like the actor's concerned, which I think is what they were going for anyway. Well, no, I get it. I just <laughs> it's things like as a father, it's things like that that kind of. My kid made her own flashcards the other day, and she spelt things wrong on them, and she and I made her redo them. Perfection. She made her own flashcards for fun, like Good. Christmas ones, oh. and and like I oh. made her redo them because she's gonna burn the the word stoking into her mind for stocking, and I just can't have that. <laughs> I mean that is also Christmas related. <laughs> it, I mean, that it is, that is, that really is. Not with a picture of a stocking. Nope, nope. No. I, I agree with Chris. I agree with Chris. Nope. One little tweak there. Yeah. Um, all right, so those are available to watch on our social media: Furiosa, Mad Max Saga, Shogun, and the Underdogs. All available to watch. Underdog. Um, let's talk about. Oh boy, let's talk about Godzilla minus one. Are we there already? We are there already, my good man. All right. Again, we're we're zipping through these. All right. All right, Godzilla minus one. in particular is tomato meter. You guys want to take a guess, Roger? Well, you, if Roger, if you if you already know, don't say it. Chris, do you do you know what it is? Gotta be like eighty nine. Roger, do you know what it is? I do not. Tomato meter is ninety seven. Oh Holy yeah, crap. fuck yeah, yeah. And the audience, the audience score is ninety eight. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah brother. There it is. Yeah, All right, let's go. And the Metacritic is seventy nine, which is very good, very which is respectable high for, on Metacritic. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. And so, Godzilla minus one. Okay. Ryu Natsuke, Kamiki, Minami, Hamabi. Just two of the names. I don't, I don't want to butcher. Yeah, I, I want to stop there. I want to, but. I want to stop you for a second, 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 Grayson. This could have been us doing this. Could have been. avoided this altogether. Could have been. Directed by Takashi Yamazaki. Written by Takashi Yamazaki as well. Um, I, I Again, I didn't, I'm not avoiding saying those names. I just, I, I literally can't say the names. So I don't want to butcher them. Uh, that's I don't want to be insensitive to the butchering. However, Roger, take uh, take a minute, my good man. What is Godzilla minus one about? Bro, this is a new Godzilla origin story. And so yes, <laughs> yes and no, but and, um, yeah, I mean, like, look, this this uh, this is one of the original, like a new take on Godzilla, um, how he became actually Godzilla from just some weird giant lizard monster. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's it. Except this movie's way more about people than any Godzilla movie ever is. Well, so, no, 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 no. I, I disagree with that. All the Japanese ones, then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is correct. That yes. is correct. Also, yeah. also, I think it feels like this one's more about the people than, it, than, than like, uh, like the last, what, 11 years of Godzilla movies we've seen. Sure. Because, for once... Someone pulled off us actually giving a shit about the people. <laughs> we actually care exactly. about these people. This movie does exactly what, uh, what, like, what, what was it? The one with Brian Cranston that was like what 2013 or something. 2014, I think that, that came was, out. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So like, like this, this does what that movie did. How the beginning we cared about Brian Cranston and his wife, mm-hmm. but then like they're less like, eh, never know with these characters. Like this one like pulls it off the whole movie. Yep, which is something finally that feels good. So yeah, like, like, I'm I'm okay with. That. I think that's why it feels like you know, you know, oh my god, we care. the The fact that I care about the people in this is a fantastic addition because they've tried to do that or they wanted that effect and no one's been able to do it. 
on our side of things and the, this Japanese take on it was blew it out of the park. Fantastic. Yep. Excellent. Well, it's always, I, I don't, I, I like, I mean, the original was what, 1954, somewhere in that vein. Oh, God, like, 70 um, years ago. Yeah. yeah, it's been, years. Years. yeah okay. It's been a, it's been a long time, but I mean, they were, it was pretty groundbreaking for the time. I mean, it's, or, or, I mean, it was after the King Kong. It was after a lot of those, you know, huge Hollywood mega monster movies that they mm-hmm. tried. This is the 37th Godzilla movie. It was just mm-hmm. different. I mean, that's the thing is, when I watched this, I got kind of when you watch the old Godzilla movies, like it's it's it certainly is one thing, but this is I mean I will explain that later. I said one thing, but this to me, if we're talking about first impressions, it felt like it felt like somewhere in between a traditional Japanese made film and somewhere in the between the spectrum of also a Hollywood film. Because you, you know, you know how we we try to always capture the emotion of all the characters and everyone's sure. character. I felt like there it was like kind of a mixture of the two, and it wasn't just clearly uh, an American-made Godzilla movie. It clearly wasn't. It wasn't clearly a Japanese one. It was. It had influence from both sides of that. Did you guys? Well, like that it as well? definitely, it definitely has. You know, obviously the original um, Japanese influence, but there is definitely some of the more of the modern Godzilla takes on this, um, like i.e. his atomic breath. You know, like that is definitely one of the newer additions to Godzilla with him lighting up blue, which always does look awesome. Oh, it does. Yeah. So it's it's definitely part of this. Um, before we dig too deep in discussion, I want to talk about something that is very important to this discussion is the budget of this. Movie. Oh, God. Yeah. OK, so this movie costs less than 12 episodes, 12 separate episodes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> OK, this movie's budget was 15 million dollars yep. so think about that. so i mean there's times in this film where you notice it right? absolutely which which but here's the thing in a in a 15 million dollar movie that we get to watch and that we enjoy you forgive you forgive those little things because you go i know where the money went yep. and for having 15 million there's some stuff that looks really freaking good in this too yep. that is like you can tell they spent the money exactly where it needed to they stretched things or they figured things out in other places. Like there's one shot where like, where like a boat gets thrown and like hits a whole bunch of buildings and you can tell it's like a scaled down model stop motion thing. Mm-hmm. But even with that, it still looks good yeah. and they do. And it like, it's like, okay, that didn't look great, but all right. Godzilla threw a boat. It looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we also got the, we got chonky Godzilla again. We do have chonky Godzilla. <laughs> we got, we got thick boy, boy, thick yeah. boy Godzilla's back. Yeah, he's got the, he's, he's got that, like that, like the top's all built, he's, but the bottom is thick. He's a squat man. <laughs> he's, he squats. He hits the squat rack daily. Yeah. He loves <laughs> it. Every day is fucking leg day, Every day is leg day. Yep. But yeah, I mean, like legitimately, like I, I'm impressed with the level of one movie quality we mm-hmm. get. And, you know, even though there are some times you can definitely see that the money was stretched, the fact that you don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, and that's and it, it still looks pretty darn good. It does look pretty good. And, like, so, like, there, there's a, a lot of shots of Godzilla in water. And, like, some of him, like, as a shark where his head's just out of the water a little mm-hmm. bit. Those shots look so good. Yep. And it's, like, like they they knew they need and like in that moment where he's swimming and his head's out of the water, he's a predator. Like, yep. he's hard. Like, that's him, like a crocodile. That's yeah. him. The yeah, I'll say like crocodile alligator. Absolutely. Yeah, and he needs to look. He needs to look good in that moment because, like, because th- that's going to sell him being the the predator, the apex, the the monster that he is, and it looks good. So, like, they knew what to do with in uh, like certain moments, and I'm 
extremely happy with what I saw on screen. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about budget related, and it's also movie related. Mm-hmm. So bear with me for a second. So I want to talk about the atomic breath mm-hmm. for a second. Okay. Because he uses it. It's kind of like his kill shot weapon here, yeah, yeah. which is fine. Like this version of the atomic breath looks better than any th- version of the atomic breath. I think we've ever gotten except for whatever movie where he's like, Rips open the jaws that, and shoots it down. That that's the Godzilla mouth. 2012, but I think, or 2014 or whatever, but yeah. I think that's because we were, we, we the, that movie edged us for two hours just to see something cool yeah. that maybe it pays off a little bit um, different. Yeah. But like when he pops up out of the water in this and he like nukes the building. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, whoa <laughs> because it's like you see him like he's charged up like that they make a big deal of like him charging this up yeah and it just the boom, oh yeah and then the sound <laughs> yes. in this movie the wow and i know you had to just just i loved it it was be bricked up the whole time the sound quality in this film is so good like the sound effects godzilla's roar is like on point it's good like it's these things that really sell a low budget film. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you, it you was, spend the money wisely and yeah. make it somehow visually impressive with, you know, the budget of, yep. you know, season four, at, you know, move <laughs> season four, <laughs> episode eight of game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, we have a, we have a monster movie in 2023 that costs less than $20 million mm-hmm. and it looks fantastic. Yep. That it, that should not be possible with what we've been shown in the last couple of years with these kinds of movies. Well, no, I mean, like we did, we just talked legitimately. I mean, I wasn't here for the discussion because I was off, but with the movie Wish, yeah. the movie Wish cost Disney $250 million. Okay. Jeez. And as of right now, I believe Godzilla has a higher box office take than that, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. I think so. Um, well, yeah, worldwide, no, but maybe domestic okay yeah still, yeah still. so it's just like wow yeah like that's nuts to me yeah, for them to even be in the same realm is kind of it it it, it takes you back and like we talk about netflix budget and mm-hmm. we talk about you know like you know blockbuster budgets and stuff imagine if this movie had a 250 million dollar budget i think it'd be worse so, i mean that seriously so there's a chance that it loses some of its charm but at the same time e- e- even like a hundred million like double their budget give them Give them to where they didn't need to use any stop motion or or any like prop like any like you know like scaled prop models for anything, and like the shots of Godzilla walking would have looked a little crisper, right? And I think that would like really just put this movie at like at like that perfection state. Well, like, maybe, but haven't we had those with like the last couple of Godzilla films? It just I, it, they might have been awesome to see, but they just didn't pan out story wise. I argue they I argue we haven't because I believe that the issue is is in not just with like the CG, like this movie isn't, isn't like leagues better because it has, you know, like cheaper, like budget and CGI stuff. Right. The other movies are worse because they don't give you that at like the Godzilla attitude that you're like, that you really, that you want to see. Godzilla is always the hero or he's always the anti-hero or I've, I've seen this argument a lot lately or he's, or he's like misunderstood or he's like the savior of the balance. Like this is Godzilla, the monster movie. This Godzilla is, just out here whipping ass. Yeah. He, he, he's here to just eat things and blow shit up because it belongs to him. Cause he's a God. That's what Godzilla is. It's God lizard. So like, like I think the attitude that this movie brings is what really sells it. It isn't, this movie could have been, you know, a hundred million dollars instead of fifty million with like better CGI, and that wouldn't have made it worse because like the attitude is where it needs to be. It's you know, this is a 
Godzilla represents, you know, what Japan just went through in this film. It represents war. You know, Godzilla is unpredictable. Well, about the horrors of war, yeah. Like, yeah, that's just yeah. a really inflective look at yeah, it. Yeah, and Absolutely. like, you know, that's what this is. And Godzilla just, does, he, he, he don't give a damn, man. He's here to just fuck shit up. And it happens a lot in this movie. Well, let's, no. let's, let's, we, let, let's analyze this from, from another point of view. So the story is very simple. Japan is oh, yeah. losing. Japan has lost the war. Germany has mm-hmm. already been knocked out. Japan is, their days, they're, Days with within. Well, that's that's how we begin at the final days. Right. So, but then and then Godzilla comes, and then all their focus shifts to trying to stop this monster. Yeah. Well, yeah. this movie takes place over what about a year and a half, two years, three years? Is it three? It's uh, yeah, it's like sixty-five to sixty-eight or something. No, no, sixty-four. 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, forty-five to like forty-eight or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's. That's the time frame you're looking at in Japan. I mean, so much so that, you know, the shots we get of Japan, there are still plenty of stuff still busted up oh, yeah. from the, you know, the the bombing runs mm-hmm. like two little raids and stuff like that. Um, and the thing is with this is you have such a close, small cast for mm-hmm. the, primarily for most of the movie yep. or, you know, anybody that really matters is yeah. part of that original, what, seven, eight people. And I think that's the real strength of this. Mm-hmm. Um, all jokes aside, like this is the first Japanese take on Godzilla that really focuses on the human side. Yep. Um, with like a whole, f- you know, quote marks family that we we tend to care about, and then a group of uh, like sailors, you know, that you know are out <laughs> picking up magnetic mines, which sounds fucking horrible, <laughs> <laughs> by the way. Um, but the way that they they tell this story. You know, which is is different for most people, especially like in that culture. Like you have a unwed couple; they're not even a couple. Yep. Somebody else's kid. Mm-hmm. Like we have the ultimate like version of nineteen forty five blended family. Oh yeah. And somehow they make it work. Yeah. You and, know, and and they make it a big deal in the movie because it, that's a big deal in 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 Asian culture, but in, in Japanese Japanese culture, culture it's a absolutely. huge like it's a huge like dishonor to like to like a lot like to your family, which is a big deal to them when like when you when you aren't married by a certain time or yep. you don't have a kid by a certain time mm-hmm. or you or you are living with someone that you're not married to. Like there's a lot of things that go into that that like that's why you see reactions from other characters that are just that, like it's it, it's a serious thing and they all yeah. assumed one thing because that's just how things are done in like in that country. Yeah, well when people find out that they're not even married yeah. they're like dumbstruck. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, 100%. <laughs> well, yeah. How can this be? <laughs> She's pretty. Like that's that's legitimately what he says. By it the is, way, yeah. I'm not even trying yep. to make that up. No, it's it, that's it, exactly it's something. Should she not hot enough for you, bro? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I think it's the simplicity, Roger, like you said, of the story here. That and Chris, maybe there's something too that they didn't have a budget that they didn't focus too much on the effects and more of the of the human interest side of the story. I think that's got to play into it a little bit, right? If you don't have the money for effects, then you really have to be sparing with what you show. Well, true, but I, well, I also disagree with that a little bit. And in, I, I'm coming from a different perspective. So, like, I've seen so many people blown away, so so many people like surprised about how much they like the whole, the entirety of the small cast and all this other stuff. But like, I'm the anime guy, right? Sure. This movie plays out like an anime. Oh yeah. It, it has it has a very cliche cast of characters. It has a very hard focus on on the relationships of a couple of them, and then and then a group dynamic. And you oh, it focuses heavy on the group. Oh, it stuff. does. It does. And then you and, and then you, you you get you get a full character arc for almost everyone you watch. 
which isn't always a, which isn't usually afforded to anything in like in like in like when like Hollywood makes a movie, right? Yeah, we, we argue all the time that 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 like that doesn't happen enough, and like where this movie it does all those things, and that's what makes what makes certain like certain shows, certain animes really easy to watch because it's simplistic in the way that it tells a story for each character. And it's very simple and straightforward with, you know, with like, you know, character starts here, character goes through this character ends up here. And they do that because it's, it's, it's effective storytelling in a very simple way for everyone to understand, no matter what language, you know, you come from, no matter anything like that. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're reading subtitles on on a big screen, like you understand the dynamics here. So I think we get the simplicity and the story in that sense and the focus on it, because I think, I think it's heavily influenced by the other things that are big, that are big in Japanese culture. You know, manga and anime is, is, is there is like their number one is is some of their biggest export period. And it's something that is, is huge within their culture. And now way more than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not not a, it's not a bad way to look, look at it. Mm -hmm. It's probably why this, this movie feels more Western than most of the Japanese attempts at Godzilla have felt in the past. Yeah, it's been a long time since they got to do one too, because didn't they like sign an agreement where they weren't allowed to make one until like twenty twenty or later? Well, so the last four, mm-hmm. three Godzillas have all been Hollywood based mm-hmm. for sure, yeah. and I don't know if that goes back any farther than that. I don't know. They signed an agreement. I've read this somewhere, uh, like while we were like leading up to watching this or to do the show that like like they signed some contract agreement where like this studio would not make a Godzilla movie movie till like X year, and as soon as that was up, they started production. Good, so. They, they did a damn good. They've job. been itching to do this. <laughs> well, did did we get a resolution to the um to the the really huge budget Hollywood ones? Did we ever get a resolution to that? No, that's why we have Godzilla and Kong coming. You know, like yeah, we're still on. we're mm-hmm. still running that. Yeah, so, no, I, I mean, but like technically, movies... technically, this this thing started ten years ago. Yeah, and it's well, still going. See, this, this is why I don't like. I like where the, the 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 huge budget you know Western ones are because those I think they do have. A lot more narrative prowess than people give them credit for. Well, the 2014 Godzilla definitely does. But like we we talked recently about King of Monsters, mm-hmm. which is one that Chris has an affinity for because it really is just monster kaiju beat em up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, there, there's a place for things like that. And it's pretty cool a lot of times. Yeah. But like, let's be honest, the story there ain't great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really not. Yeah. Like, and then we had Godzilla, what the Godzilla versus Kong, which mm-hmm. is the last one story again it's really weak it yeah. just is a big setup to have you know giant monkey fight giant lizard like that that's all that it is and then fight giant robot lizard. yeah together we yeah. together we whip we, we beat up the the <laughs> robot lizard sure yeah, yeah, yeah. but like the the thing with the 2014 godzilla is it was a lot more suspenseful a lot more character development mm-hmm. And very little Godzilla. But when we got Godzilla, like at the end, it was very impactful. Yeah, it was very impactful. But like in this movie, you know, it's very little Godzilla, except, you know, like for the last probably third of the movie, it's heavy Godzilla. But like there are long stretches without any Godzilla at all in this movie. And that works Mm -hmm. because that allows the human element to develop better than like the 2014 one, which is like we got people missing. That's what we're looking for. Like, even when like the original attack happens, like you don't even see it all because mm-hmm. it just kind of camera fades and then you wake up to rubble, like yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why this movie is strong because like I really dug this. Oh yeah, like yeah. I thought it was very good, and like I, I was—I'll be honest—pretty hesitant to go see 
an entirely Japanese-based Godzilla that I'm going to have to read subtitles for two hours. Now, I don't mind. I watch a lot of anime, but I know there are plenty of people that are just regular monster movie people that have no desire to see something like this just because you have to read. I had multiple people in my showing that had no idea that this was going to be subtitled. Ooh, they buddy. Brought their, they brought their young kids to Uh-oh, this. Oh, spaghetti. And they didn't leave. They sat there and argued with their kids the whole time. Oh, that's and cool. told them to be quiet as they talked to the entire movie. I had two different families. I'd have told this. them to fuck off with that. Listen, man, like I didn't want to be that guy. I, I would have mood for it, but it was just like I mean, but here's the thing: is that their fault, or is that the movie's fault? Because no, like, no, no, it's their what? Look, they, it's their here's fault. the thing: it's their fault because even it like so. I saw this at Marquee just because mm-hmm. I had a better time. Okay. It says in Japanese on the thing where you buy your tickets. Yeah, yep. Like it says that. Yeah. If you didn't read that, <laughs> that's on you, yeah. buddy. Well, just okay, like, I mean, okay. we, we joke all the time about, you know, when, when we, me and Grayson worked there and we premiered Kick-Ass, mm-hmm. an R-rated comic book movie about all the people with young kids that just got up and left because they thought this is some funny rah-rah thing. And I'm like, bro, this movie says rated R right there. Blood, violence, and language right yeah. there. Yep. Like, I don't know what you were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> well, here... I mean, just to make a just, I think to put a period on the conversation is they may not know that they they may have skipped every ounce of whatever that was telling them this is in subtitles, but they have a responsibility not to bother anyone else that bought a ticket. That's in true. That, that, I, that, I agree just, with that. Yeah. That's just that's just movie etiquette. You just don't bother the true. people. So if your kids, you just tell them take the story and like you best you can. We'll talk about it later. Don't disturb or, other people. Leave. Or chalk it up as a loss and get the hell out of the movie. Yeah, actually, you could probably do it relatively early on, and they would just give you your money back. Yeah, or you know, is there anything else we can see for kids? Blah, blah, yeah, blah, you can know, we go something, something else? Yeah. 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 So, uh, so we've talked a lot. I want to ask you guys a question. Sure. Do you guys how much like like how is your breadth of Godzilla knowledge or anything like that? For me personally, yeah. the Japanese version of Godzilla I had very little interest in. Gotcha. Yep. Wasn't really my thing. Mm-hmm. Now that shifted more in recent years. Yeah. Um, but like growing up. I could have cared less about a Godzilla movie, even yeah. even a Western release Godzilla. It wouldn't really have ever been something I cared about. Gotcha. So like so the whole idea of like Godzilla minus one and the Godzilla we see here isn't like a new origin story for Godzilla. This is so this is we see like something that's talked about in like the Godzilla lore, the Japanese side of like the Godzilla cells. Mm-hmm. They talk about pieces of Godzilla being like strewn about the city after he attacks the first time. Mm-hmm. So like Godzilla multiplies is how he works and okay. like the radiation. So we saw Godzilla early on in this before the radiation. Sure. And he's already a giant monster beast thing. Just yeah. not nearly as big, pretty as big, yeah, but not so. like big, big. Exactly. So the idea is, is that this is not the only Godzilla, which is why we get multiple different Godzillas and like Godzilla canon, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot happening here. This movie is telling the Godzilla minus one, which is how this Godzilla specifically multiplies outside of like its own realm it can multiply within like other living organisms by its cells oh, yeah radioactively infe- infecting other things yeah so that's the whole idea behind this one this is like this like the what's going to kickstart like all the monster movies of like the godzilla universe within like whatever they're doing now so this thing being so successful geez we will so, 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 so. we will probably get more of these and we'll probably get like different versions of godzilla himself which all would like exist in the same universe, which is really kind of cool to see. I'm glad that this is that this was as successful as it has been because I'm ready to see whatever they're going to do next. Cause this is where you get like 
you get Ghidorah and Mothra and all this other stuff that could happen. And then on top of all that, different Godzillas and sure, good know, ones, it, bad ones. Let's, yeah, it's, but let's it's talk about cool the success though. Chris, let's talk about the success for one second. I don't yeah. think it's as, as successful as you're selling it. If it costs fifteen, it's only made fifty. That's not great. And I mean, it's done well critically. Sure, I mean, people, I yeah. mean, critics love this thing. However, mm-hmm. if no one's watching it, investing no, money in it is not a good move. So this movie has only been released in two markets. Mm-hmm. Japan and the United States. Okay, fair enough. This movie that. will make ten times its budget before well, it's done. Most likely. I mean, I mean, five hundred million would be a huge boom well, for this. It doesn't movie. have to make that though. It, oh, that's right. Yeah, it only one hundred fifty. Yeah, I, that's yeah, a thing, right? Yeah. So, you know, its biggest market being Japan, though. Like you figure, it's going to make the most money there. Sure. So, but I well, mean, it's going to make a ton of money in China. Yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it will, and it's not been released in China yet. Got it, yeah. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it does $50 million by itself in China. Yeah. So, yeah, and also, uh, to your point, Grayson, a $50 million, you know, on a $15 million budget movie for Japan is different than it is for the United States. Sure, Hollywood. I get that. But when, so, when, when so, you're talking dollars to donuts, I was just being general. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but also, on top of that, though, this movie's word of mouth and its, and its acclaimed success means that when they go to make another one, they're going to say, "Hey, we want to make we want to do this again, but we want 100 million this time or 50 million in Sure. And, 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 and I get that, but I mean, yeah, there's, and they're going to get it. There's a part of me that says that whoever whoever is the the person who sits high at the top of this owning this this IP is going to say, "Well, that's what Hollywood's doing. We've already got that side covered. We want you to keep making the low budget stuff." Well, maybe. But at the same time, if they if they can see success in it, I don't see why they would. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I, I get that, but I mean, how? I mean, look, ninety seven tomato and ninety eight people. That's not that's not often. It's that high, and it and it's unanimous. Well, so I, mean, so I, I want to compare this movie straight up to a recent movie mm-hmm. um, that costs similar budgets. Let's talk about Five Nights at Freddy's for one second. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay yeah. So when Five Nights at Freddy's come out, it is a very niche movie. Mm-hmm. Um, only costs about twenty million dollars, which is actually on the high end for a Blumhouse movie. It okay? is actually so, yeah, you're right. Like it is almost a three hundred million dollars globally, which is which is excellent. Okay, mm-hmm. but this has been over like eleven weeks. True, you know what I mean. And like it just keeps nickel and diamond its way up there. And this is the kind of movie they could do that, especially through a holiday. Yeah, you know, like there's no reason why we're not talking about you know Godzilla cross the two hundred million dollar mark. You know. The second week of January. There's no yeah. reason we couldn't have that conversation. There's no reason why this movie can't make eight million a week for the next. Sure, know, eight sure, weeks. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, look, that is a huge success when your movie only costs fifteen million. Yeah, yeah. oh, I totally agree. However, if it doesn't, though, then you got to start looking at the closing cost. True, you know, that's true, what true. I'm saying. But, but we we all, we only have the here and the now, and if it doesn't catch on anywhere else, then I mean, success is kind of one of those words. Like, well, it's kind of up in the air right now. Maybe. Well, I mean, success is a scaled word. I mean, sure, like, that's what I'm saying. Is like, you, you let's talk about the Marvels. Definition. The Marvels made more money than this. This that is not successful. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so that that's the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, just because it doesn't make a ton of money, like successful financially or not, and it already is, you know, three times its budget already. How is the CGI? Some of the CGI in this film better than some of the CGI in Marvel? Yeah, it's just, like, that's, like, that's, that's a very, crazy thing to very think about. damning. Um. But I mean, it's the small stuff like that. It's the attention to detail. And that's where it matters. Like, you know, don't want to harp on it again, but stretching the budget where you needed to do it. And to um, to make that point, 
just rolling right through. You don't have to spend wild money just to have somebody fly through the air. And I mean, like, look, we have a flying sequence in this movie. It looks good. You know, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) Right. And like, that has to be expensive. You know, it's just, I wonder where they, they subbed out like practicality. Like maybe there's somebody flying an old style plane. Maybe because it's cheaper. Maybe. I mean, that's serious. Yeah. Well, sure. But, well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So let's talk about the story then. We got, yeah, we got yeah. kind of off track here then. Is the final days of World War II on the Jap- some of the Japanese islands, a mechanical run- runway is a, 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 a pilot lands, and it's very apparent pretty quick that he's a coward and didn't want to go into battle rather than his equipment. Didn't want kamikaze. Nope. Correct. And it's, you know, one of those people says the right thing. is like, why the war is over? Why? Why give up your life when the war is already decided? Like I, I, th- I thought that was a great line. I can't remember the exact line, but I thought that was a great line. Well, he said he agreed with him. He wished more people would do it. Mm-hmm. Don't throw away your life because. And of then it. it just it gets it gets into the movie so like the 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 trigger gets pulled so fast because Godzilla attacked that very night. And <laughs> yes. wait, was that very night? It was that very night, wasn't it? It was, it was that night. Yeah. What about yeah. shit timing? By the way, yeah. Yeah, really, this guy has it's, the worst luck. Hey, some bad, but bad. also the best luck. <laughs> yeah. How did, yeah. How does he find his girl in that crowd while Godzilla's attacking? He's just right there. Worst luck and best luck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. Well, then, then, then Godzilla attacks, and then luck it's his relative, and then it's you know over the next the time span of the film, they're trying to figure out how to stop this, how to stop this thing from destroying all of their all all of Japan. So, I love it's our fault that uh, we have Super Godzilla now. Of sure, course, sure, sure. <laughs> they're welcome. Yeah, but I do like the simplicity <laughs> of the story, and and you can see very early on where the arc where the, the main character arc is going to come from. Although I, I, I would argue that like, even though he is the top build, he's the top build act, the, the character. I don't even think he is. Is he the main character in Godzilla minus one or is Godzilla the main character in Godzilla minus one? Nah, he's the main. no, he's at, he's okay. absolutely the focus. Uh, I know there's any room for debate there. Koichi. Koichi. Yeah. Koichi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, his arc, you, you you know, pretty early on where that's going with, especially being a kamikaze pilot, like he understands then what he's doing, what he's fighting for. I, I get that. And it's, I love that kind of stuff. I do. I'm a sucker for it every time. I and, knew you would love his oh, arc. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, the, the, the coward to the hero arc is, is it's renowned. It's a good one. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a time test. It's like the first story ever. You know, it's yeah. like, it's great, but it's, a, it doesn't, we, we, we talk about all movies all the time, you know, pre- uh, predictable. So it's bad. I don't. I don't see this one that that way. I think the movie was well written and the characters were well flushed out. So even though it was predictable, I don't think this ruined well, anything yeah, in the story. There, this is a case to be made that like this is predictable but good. Yes. Because of that. Because like look, I'll be honest, I would have been disappointed if some of this stuff didn't go the way that mm-hmm. you know you think it should. And I don't want to spoil anything, but like there there is some serious thought into, you know, not everybody's coming out of this. Nope. You know, and that actually even though I'm happy that it didn't go that way, if it would have, I'd have probably been okay with it too. I was actually sh- I was actually shocked, like when some like us like what you're talking about happens. I'm like, huh? They just did that. No. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Without they gone with, without with, <laughs> Chris without spoiling more. Yeah. What did yeah. you did you can you say what you expected to happen without being I, 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 not I, that yeah not that I I expected. I expected for someone to save the other person and not get murked at the same time. Like, like maybe they both like dive. Maybe into not alley. everybody came out of this. Maybe they dive. They both dive into an alley together or someone like tackles someone into an alley and multiple people survive. Mm-hmm. 
not the case. <laughs> so it's like I was and and like who ends up being one you know the person that doesn't make it is actually kind of surprising in this because of their tie you know in the story. Yep. You know it's not often that you know that we see that that kind of character be the one that that sacrifice yeah that has a sacrifice that yep. meets an end it's you it's usually the cow the coward that turns into the hero and correct but yeah, that's, that's yeah so like valiant that, death or whatever yeah that's all that, that's usually honorable what, what kind of builds right into word, it so i think that's what you meant when you said that's what you were you were more expecting what you just said rather than what happened okay i yeah, can exactly that's that's fair i i, I, can yeah, see I mean that. it's a, it's a nice head fake sure 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 um and it's i i just the the, the simplicity of the story here is what i think is what People need to hone in on, and rather the, the the extravagant effects maybe not being there. Although I think they, Chris, you talked about the ratings. Chris, you talked about the scale though, like this, like the, the the miniature scale, and sometimes mm-hmm. you can kind of tell. Okay. I think it kind of charmingly works in a Godzilla movie when they do it. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about the best Godzilla, the the Jackass Four opening. <laughs> no, not yes. not funny. All right, fine. Um, yes, was it Chris Pontus? More, more than I already do in my in my brain on repeat, right as I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> Wait, I said that out loud again. Oh, no. Yes, you did. Sir. Oh no! Oh, it's the penis monster again. <laughs> oh no! Please save me. Yeah, I just watched Leo. That did enough reminding me of that. Yeah, Leo does the same thing pretty much without being a penis. But um, I I think there's some like weird. Movie? No, I kind of did actually. I know we did. This this is a conversation. Did you watch Leo? I did not. Well, you should watch it before you judge me on that one. I won't. Fair, fine, whatever. Um, so <laughs> let's. So, okay, back to Godzilla for a few minutes. Here is, I, the movie does what it needs to do, and it doesn't overstay its welcome either. It's not even that long. It's it's, it's a solid two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Yep. It's two hours. It, okay. It, was it, it two hours? It doesn't feel like okay. it. yeah, but one hundred twenty-five minutes. Like it. It, it's paced pretty well. Okay. So hold on. I want to. I want to put a caveat to that. So like, I think it's paced great mm-hmm. until it's not. Okay. So like, the first two-thirds of this movie like up until the point where they're, like, they're preparing to stop Godzilla I think it's paced excellently Okay. after that point where like they have the meeting like we're yeah. doing this then it kind of gets a little bit sideways grinds to the halt or whatever yeah okay. and um not great yeah <laughs> so I so I agree with you it does slow down a lot at that point but I mean it's a typical thing where like you know you see you know, like you know, the, it's set up. We have our everyone's stories. We see the big bad guy. The big bad guy wins. How are they going to stop him? And then there's the train, the training or the preparation arc until you try to stop him. So, like, that's kind of by the numbers anyway. The thing that um that kind of throws me off is that takes me out of it is why does Godzilla give a shit about that plane? You know what I mean? Like Godzilla's already inland, and you know our 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 boy flies the plane at him. You know, Godzilla misses it twice, and then he just Godzilla just follows this well, plane all the way back so to the ocean. I think I have an answer to that yeah. because this is the one of the first times that we actually see Godzilla actually take damage, like mm-hmm. real damage. You know, like chunks of him coming off. Yeah, even to the point where like he Wolverine regenerates, mm-hmm. which was kind of rad. Yeah, um, I think that's why because like I think it actually hurt him. Yeah, and it pissed him off. So yeah, but why does Godzilla care about the plane then? In that, in this case, because like, because what when when he gets chunked, it's it's in the ocean and he he eats a, he eats a mine basically, right? Yeah. So like, what I'm talking about is near the end of the film, how our boy is like the the diversion and the bait to get him to go back to the water. 
it's like, why does he care about this plane? But at the same time, maybe it's, you know, maybe he know, maybe like Godzilla, you know, he's not dumb. He knows who's there. Maybe that kind of thing. I don't know. There's a lot happening there. Sure. It's like, eh, all right. I mean, it's plot convenience. They need to back sure. in the ocean. Fine. But like, that, that, that's, that's like my one like Nick on the movie is like, I guess what I'm saying. Sure. Because, I mean, I maybe the writers just he was a pilot and they had to redeem him somehow. So they had to have the plane mean something. I mean, the plane. I mean, like, fun. look, you can crash boats. True. And one was thrown in this one too, like it was a toy boat. There was more than there one. Was boat. More than one boat thrown in this film. Uh, there's a train car thrown. Um, train car just bitten for yep. like no real reason. Oh yeah, I like how on the island Godzilla wasn't eating people, just chewing, like basically like, just biting them and clamping them. and throwing like, like a dog, yeah. like throwing a toy. It may well it, it it makes you see that he's not he's not like he's not a dinosaur, right? He's not just stomping on trying to eat shit. He's he he gets attacked. And he defends himself, albeit a little too much force, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not saying, just, like, you know, Godzilla was right. But, like, you know, he's Hashtag not... Godzilla Hashtag Godzilla Yeah, yeah. Godzilla did nothing wrong. Like, he's not mindless. He's just killing the things that are, like, you know, trying to hurt him, which is, you know, kind of... It, it, it's interesting to see that on screen because, like, people would think, oh, he's eating them. But he doesn't actually eat anybody. Well, I, guess, I guess the one thing I would think, though, is, like, why does he just show up randomly on that island? Like, what's he doing? He's hungry. He's, like, eating Well, but, like, something. so what does he eat, though? I don't know. It's like, like fish, actually, is, are, what, is what he's supposed to eat. Yeah. He's maybe maybe, island, dog. maybe humans just don't taste good. Maybe. Yeah, that, that could be it. Honestly. Yeah. Maybe, like, he's like, I've ate these people yeah. before. Not crazy. Yeah, diet of you know coffee and leaves and rice probably ain't ain't, ain't it. You know what I mean? Ugh. Tea, coffee, leaves, and rice. You don't need that. Why are we? And one thing I, I think we should mention too is the is and I always talk about these things, but the score, the mix between the old classic oh, Godzilla, yeah. Oh, yeah. which which was they didn't even try to hide it. They like they oh, like no. no. Why would they? they yeah. it, Listen, it's, it's there. They're like we're Godzilla, bro. Yeah, this, this is, is what. It. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I agree that I I loved hearing it. It's even oh, like yeah. a little it was kind of updated for for you yeah, know modern times. But like I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I found myself really into it. Like I found myself like sitting up up in my seat like I didn't expect any of this in this movie. I really didn't. And I I'm with you, Roger. I just didn't expect it. And I I I think we got a much better thing than we didn't that we did didn't expect. Oh yeah. But it's a no, good absolutely. thing. And I thought even even in the very emotional moments like the score was it, it it did what it had to do while still incorporating the monster element of the god the classic Godzilla score with like the new updating of the we're going to go the hero arc for the pilot slash the navy trying to stop this and you 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 heard that one track that one like emotional piece play again and again and again and again and again and i thought that was awesome i thought that was a great creative stylistic choice mm-hmm. yeah me too yep i really dug it so I well, think, like, can we talk about Godzilla's scale for one second? Sure, yeah. I don't think his scale was... I don't think they were always right with the scale. So oh. there's a clip in the middle where they're doing the the uh, H-bomb testing mm-hmm. off the Bikini Atoll, and uh, Godzilla gets hit with all that radiation. Yeah, we hit him with a test nuke. <laughs> like, the USA hits right. him with a test nuke. Oops. Oops. <laughs> It's like a 30 second thing right now. Yep. It's the only part of this movie that's in English. It happens quick. <laughs> so uh, so other, otherwise, did the scale make sense to you guys or was it off? Yeah. No. So like there might be like one or two points like in the water. He probably looks a little bit too small compared to how he looks on land. That'd be the only thing. 
He look like he looks like he could be like they needed to make him a little bit bigger in the water, but maybe like their budget like cut into like how much that they could get like get on screen or something like that. Well, so I, it makes sense. I don't take this wrong because it's not really a joke. I think in the water, his scale looks different because like his head's not very big, yeah. or like the rest <laughs> of his body. Like when you see him when he's out of the water from like he's his a squat boy, yeah. Right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean that seriously like. When he's in the water, like the predator, like alligator, crocodile style swimming, like his head doesn't look as big and they make sure to emphasize his uh, spikes on his back yeah. more. So when he gets up out of the water, like he looks so much bigger and beefier, especially the bottom half, because like he's got big legs. Yep. yep. <laughs> Hit that squat rack, which is also uh, one of the things that I, I do appreciate um, with the destruction with his tail. Mm-hmm. It's like straight was wrecking shit with oh, his yeah. tail, because yep. that's not anything we really see that much in our current alliteration of Western True. Godzilla. True. Yeah. So yeah, he's like super careful with his tail while he's like walking around, but mm-hmm. this, he's just like, he, he just, he don't give it. Wham. Damn. How about and the people like cool. filming him on top of that roof or whatever? Uh, and, I mean, yeah. listen, doing their job to, till the moment they die, man. Hey, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Why didn't you get out there and uh, take pictures of the, uh, the giant fire breathing lizard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, boss. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. I'm done with yeah. this. So, like, a, a couple things we haven't touched on is like the other cast members. So, the um, uh, Noriko, whoever her like the like, lady, yeah, Noriko, yep. Yep. she's. I think she's really good in this. Like, you you, can, you feel for her throughout. How you know you can tell she's, you know, she's willing to to live with you know our 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 main character the whole time and want wants to be a family like like officially. But she has to kind of settle for like you know them just kind of living together and playing. Family. Well, he's broke. He's broken. It's broken. Not, it's not. Well, yeah, he's broken. He's not. No, broke. no, no. He, yeah. He's got money. I didn't. Yeah. Sorry, that's yeah, yeah. that's a bad way to put it. His yeah. his mind is not right. So. Yeah, exactly. Which is understandable. Like, oh no, straight up for real PTSD. Yep. Like, I, you know, I was a fighter pilot in the Japanese war. It's PTSD. It's it's a cultural thing with honor and stuff. Like, like he's like he doesn't see himself as being allowed to be alive. No, feels like, like he's you yep, know shamed himself, shamed his family. Yep, he's just he's just living to die at this point, mm-hmm. which is which is how that like how that is culturally for them. But like like feel for her because she like just you know she just wants to actually be a family. I love that guy. she just like found a baby. Was just like kept it. Hey, like <laughs> here you go. She's it. like, oh okay. I guess I'm a mom now. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I get rice from the lady next door. Yeah, like <laughs> the, the drunk angry lady is yelling yeah. at me all the time. Yeah. I like that they actually like she, she softened up too. Like I appreciated that. Yep. Well, like, that's like, that's a small well, detail. Like, her purpose was was being a mother. She said mm-hmm. that she, she even said that in like the opening like lines of hers, like like she's lost her whole, like all of her purpose. And yeah. then like the second she's able to care for a child, she feel like she feels like she are has better. that again. Yeah. yeah. So like you can tell that instantly softened that character up and like it made it made her likable because you hated her for the first four lines you got. No, nah, she sucks. Yeah, she <laughs> she was she was pretty shitty, bro. And then I was like, oh, all right. She's all right. She, yeah, she gave rice gruel. No, like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so like they do a good job of that with each character, like, you know, the um the captain that of their little like their little wooden dinghy or whatever they're fucking shittiest boat in. ever, Dude, like the worst boat that's ever been like boated. it's not even a good pirate ship. It can't be a pirate <laughs> shit. It's a, it's a dinghy, but like, like he's he he's he's instantly unlikable for his first two lines, and then all of a sudden he's like he's likable, and mm-hmm. it's like they they do that flip so quick, and it's a cliche character, but like same with well, the they, doctor. they have a good group dynamic. The the four of them together, like they make a good team. Yeah, yep, and, and that's that's important. Yeah, like the whole thing works. Each character plays their role, plays their part, and they fit well in this. 
they all get like moments where they get to shine and be a part of like the big stuff and the little stuff and they all come together and like they're they're, they're at their house a lot you know they're having dinner there yeah you know so it's dinner like and drinks yep it's very cool to see that all come together and it feel it it not feel forced it feels authentic which uh, is nice. A thing about Doc for one second, mm-hmm. um, the fact that they're like, yeah, I used to design weapons for the military. Now they make me go pick up mines. Like, I didn't have anything better for him to do. I mean, you don't need to make, you well, don't look, need, you don't need to make weapons anymore. So, the, well, okay, that, that's factual, right? One of the other factual things that they actually mention in this movie, they have to decommission a bunch of stuff. True. Who's the best person to help decom stuff? Another thing to think, and, <laughs> and I know I've talked a lot about culture, but like it, 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 this could be what's influencing this. He used to make weapons for the war, right? Mm-hmm. They lost the war, right? Oh, so he's not allowed to do so that it's anymore? Like, it's, it's kind of like a, hey, okay. you obviously didn't help us win this. No, I, okay. So it, it's I, like, I, it I, I never like put, I never thought about that way, but that actually makes some sense. Yeah, like, yeah, this is your burden, your shame. Yep. Sure. I get so that. Here you go. Go get some mines for it. Yeah. Us. Hey, good luck. <laughs> uh, pro tip. Don't uh, make sure the boat's wooden. I love that. It took the weapons guy about four minutes to know how to turn them back into like, let's just throw these at Godzilla. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yep. Did you think you the think plan you think they... we'll put it in his mouth? Yeah. Shoot it. <laughs> shoot it, bro. <laughs> Like you, you, ever, see- you ever get in a bottle rocket fight with somebody? Oh, yeah. Or like Roman candles? The Roman candles like, were a big one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit burns. Like, you're not allowed to do the ones that blow up at the end because you're just a dickhead, yep. but somebody already has them anyway. <laughs> How about the plan <laughs> they hatched? What do you think of the plan that they hatched? Which one? You mean the big one at the end? Yes. You mean the the Godzilla tilt a world? The Godzilla, so, they're trying to trap him with the floaties and then ascend. So, our idea is we're going to drown Godzilla. <laughs> No, they're they're gonna smoosh Godzilla with pressure. Okay. And then if that don't work, we're gonna give him the bends. You know what I mean? Because that well, that's that's Plan B. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're gonna give him rapid decompression to see if his veins explode. Yep. So he actually took a lot of damage Which, from the, that. The effect that they like, that you could tell it was it was like, cool to see how they like made that look because like mm-hmm. you know I think a cheap way to think of it was like you know he'd be like swelled in places and little in other places and like he'd be like, yeah. had like pop parts of his body. Mm-hmm. No, they made it look like he was in some serious shit. Like shriveled. He up came and, up pissed. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> but like he'd, I also don't understand like when he went down to the bottom, like what what was going on where he was down there, just like chilling. He's just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> Me like this sucks. Yeah. I better go back up. <laughs> <laughs> just what they just imagine being Godzilla and be like. I shouldn't have went after that fucking plan. Yeah, right. Like, that's the whole thing. He's just, he's just pissed about it. He's, he's like, down there. He's like, yeah. you did this to yourself again, brother. These sons of bitches. <laughs> you did this to yourself again. I was, I was expecting to see uh, the radiation beam come from like up like, underneath. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I was ready for that. Well, so when, when he nukes the battleship, the destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. There's some cool destruction moments in this movie. Yeah. There's also uh, some very that. cheesy moments when the, for instance, oh, yeah. when like the civilian navy arrives. I, I, I mean, well, very cheesy. Oh, you mean the tugboat squad? Yeah, that's not even a civilian navy, dog. That's just tugboats. But I mean, they call themselves the mean, Tugger Squad. Unfortunately, <laughs> that, that, that was an army of tugboats. It's an unfortunate name. <laughs> they were just <laughs> they, were, they were just tow ships. But hey I mean, guys, does, what you doing? It I'm does gonna drive my tugboat around. <laughs> It does have like I mean, it's after World War II. Like it does like there's another very famous instance of that happening at Dunkirk, when civilian ships went and rescued thousands yep. and thousands of soldiers so they could fight the German army another day. Uh, I mean, so like it does have some kind of really real relevance as far as like war, like 
world events that did happen and for at least the reference, but mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of hokey. Like, again, I didn't, I'm not holding it as a negative against the movie, but like of all the things to like, I could have rolled my eyes at. I absolutely rolled my eyes at that. Oh yeah. I've seen, I've seen hokey stuff in other movies though, that are made Hollywood side too though. But they, that, that's very much like the whole, you know, like ex machina thing that you get a lot in, in some of the stuff like culturally from, from Japan. It's well, like, you know, it closes the character. Loop it too. does. It, it gave him his moment, right? Yeah. It did. It yeah. Did. It did. Unlike the, the Star Wars, my friends, we failed you. And then there's like, hey, idiot, there's more of us. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Hey, we still got stuff to do, brother. <laughs> what a joke that movie is. But uh, all in all, I think here's the thing about Godzilla Minus One is it works in a package that is it's an easy movie to digest with the built in kind of magic and what, what, do you, what do you call it? like a monster movie kind of aura that surrounds all the Godzilla stuff. But other than that, it's a very easy movie to digest. And it's, I I really wish it wasn't subtitled only because I I think the subtitles are keeping people away from it. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Keep people. Here's the thing. Like I, 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 I know I harp a lot about anime, but like this is, this is the exact thing that keeps people away from great stories in, in, in anime, right? Like, you know, people that I know that I recommend stuff to all the time that just never see it because, you know they're missing out on some of the best written stories you'll ever you'll, you'll see in media, but it's because they might have to read, or it's it it, it can be a little hokey sometimes. But it, it you're gonna have that, and it's unfortunate because we do have a we do have a great monster movie yep. here, <laughs> which is a two of fun. Two questions before we we move into the final of the, yeah, the yeah. final phase. Two questions: Does is this a movie that you have to watch? That okay, I don't, I don't have to. It's a little extreme, but you should watch on the on on in in a movie theater. I think it is. If it wasn't for Godzilla's roar and the sound of the nuclear breath, I would say no, it's not necessary. But goddamn, that that did that did something when when he when he's when he does the got the that patent Godzilla roar and that nuclear blast from his breath, man, it's like that yep. whole, the whole sound like goes away. Sounds like it's in a <laughs> like I like a coffee can tunnel for a second and then everything is just gone it's just it's fantastic yeah the sound alone is worth it yeah so obviously you know i had to watch it in the movie theater um so it's fine like i honestly can't wait to watch this again at home because i definitely will yeah um because i really did dig this movie because like i'll shake the house yep it's fine oh yeah hell yeah that'd be cool as hell too though and my my other question and this is to get more people in there is could you do could you is there a version of this that exists without subtitles and there's probably been, a dub version a, there will be a dub version. version however dub movies are way different than than like than like, dub, like dub anime well though. hold on it, i agree last year remember oh. all quiet in the western front how yep. how odd some of those scenes were because it was dubbed here's so if, if you watched it in in the english dub yeah so here, here's my disclaimer to people i know it sounds horrible reading subtitles and watching a movie but i promise you your brain can handle it yep and you and like it, it's you, worth it. You forget that it's happening. Ten minutes. It's just like three D. It's like putting on the three D glasses. It takes time. It takes a little bit of time for your eyes to adjust. But then, like you kind of stop thinking about it. Yeah, it's present enough to where you notice it every now and then. But like you just don't. Your brain can handle it. I promise. And it's you, like you're gonna miss out on a fantastically good monster movie. Not even Godzilla, but just a monster movie. Yep. If you don't watch it just because you might have to read a little, I promise you it's uh, fine. I would challenge people, though, that uh, if it's not something you're into, step outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Because, like, look, 
you know, there are plenty of things that you can watch that are subtitled that aren't good. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yeah. is good. Oh, yeah. No, and, you're not wrong there. <laughs> like, if you want to try to see how you do with it, because it's not maybe really your thing, this is a good one to yeah. try, man, because, like, you'll fucking like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is a good, you know, okay, can I do this or can I not do this? If you like monster movies, Godzilla movies, movies with great character arcs in it that have complete stories. You know, if you like hopeless movies that don't really have a happy ending kind of thing going on in most cases or have some have some dread, give this one a shot because you may actually really enjoy this movie. Well, Absolutely. What's interesting is over the past year or two, I've watched every every um, Godzilla movie in, in, in order of release um, when I when I could find them. Some some on Criterion, some I had to really hunt for, some I had to buy you know elsewhere. But this is the one that I think really kind of resonated with, with me the most. I mean, not including the the ones we've had for the past, you know, 2014, 2018, 2022 or whatever, but not yeah. including not, not not including those. But this was the one I think that resonated with me the most. Not it's not the lack of the classic nature, it's like the combination of the old classic with the new modern stuff. And that's not not to say that like Shin Godzilla also doesn't have elements of that in it, one of the more recent ones as well, but this yeah. one just it just spoke to me. And Roger, I think, you know, it also spoke to you in a way you didn't expect. I mean, yeah, it was good. This is a better movie than Shin Godzilla. Yeah, it probably is a better movie than most of the Godzilla movies, to be honest with you. This is the best Godzilla movie I've seen in the last 15 years. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I, this might be one of the best ones ever made. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen all of the older ones, so I can't really go that far back. But like, other thing is, is I won't. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> if you if you take away the classic nature of the ones from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and whatever other decade, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it would be hard. To met to compare to this one, I think, because of how strong the elements work to work together here, and I, I think that's a it's a shame. It's only fifty one million worldwide. Now, I mean, Roger, you're right; it haven't opened up in all the markets yet. But do you really expect to see it go higher than that? Yes. Okay. I, I, I really I'm hope willing, that you're right. I'm willing to bet that this thing has has the staying power. Like I said, like I won't be surprised if we see this thing, thing making like six to eight million a week for like the next twelve weeks. Which you know, that's another that's that's almost a hundred million. Yep. I I mean, the movie deserves it. It's one of the few movies this year that really deserves people's so. box office too, and it's I love it, man. I I love it almost as much as I love Top Gun Maverick last year. All right, I was that into it. But yes. let's score this bad boy and close her down. Right, let's yeah. do it. All Who right, wants to gentlemen. go first? I'll uh, go if nobody yeah, wants to. So um, I was legitimate. You know, I, I wasn't super excited to see this movie. Um, that being said, I'm very glad that I did. Uh, I think this movie's excellent. Uh, this movie has everything you should want in a monster movie. Good monster, well used budget, a very low budget, so it's even more impressive. Great sound, uh, good character development, and this movie's an eight for me. So very happy I saw it. Can't wait to see it again. Yep, I'll, I'll go second. Um, same thing Roger just said. Um, I'll add on like it has people you care about in it, which that doesn't like. Being in a monster movie where you're worrying about the survival of people you care about is huge. I mean, it's not just waiting for the next person to get stepped on. You're hoping the person you like doesn't get stepped on. I would be sad. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like there, there's moments where you were like, I, I actually like leaned back and cringed because I was ready to lose someone that I cared about. And that doesn't happen much. Um, this movie's awesome uh, for all the same reasons we've talked about a lot. This movie's an eight. This, this is the best Godzilla movie I've seen in a very long time. Uh, for all those reasons, I agree. Um, I, I will, I'm going to go 7.5. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think there's a little bit of room for improvement. But damn, it, 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 it took me by surprise and I was hooked the entire time by, by, by ways I just don't 
generally get hooked anymore about movies because they they just don't deserve it. They just don't do it. But I mean, with a small fifteen million bucks, what I was shocked as hell to learn the budget of this movie when I did. I didn't learn until after I saw the movie what the budget was. I was like, there is no way that was only fifteen million dollars. It looks so incredible, most of it. Netflix sneezes and loses fifteen million dollars. Yeah, yes, they do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep. But Godzilla, it deserves your attention. So if you haven't seen it, you've been kind of on the fence. Hopefully, you watch it because damn, it's it's worth it's worth your time and money. So I really hope you you do decide to watch it. Now the downside is this will absolutely I think be on a streaming service within three or four months, easy. Yeah, yeah. So, it's not a bad thing. Well, it's not a bad thing, but it's also it. I think that kind of keeps people from going to the theater that otherwise would go to the theater. Mm. We'll so, see. It's also not not a great thing, but that's also in the age of streaming. Well, gentlemen, thank you for joining me. This has been episode 360A. Hey. Thank you, sirs, of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on a service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I am Chris Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, always posting things on social media. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at the Studio Ghibli film, The Boy and the Heron, and a slightly old, but I hope still good, Hulu movie, The Boston Strangler with Keira Knightley. <laughs>